excited to have on the line as we head into race week. We've got a, a naval officer from the U.S. Naval Academy, NASCAR driver, team owner, and just a, like a general force of positivity in every single way. The one only Jesse Awuji. Jesse, welcome to WGN. Hey, thanks for having me on the show today. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's great to have you. It is great to have you. So here is one of the things and I've shared this in a, a bunch of different times over the years is the first time that I had the opportunity to talk to Kyle Petty. And this was 20 plus years ago before Chicagoland Speedway. It was when it was just starting. Everyone was excited. And I was thinking, well, how are kids going to get into racing? Let's say a kid sees this. They want to be this. They're saying, like, how do they do it? And it's not like a regular sport. Like you went out for football, Division One football yeah. and Naval Academy. You, how do you do it? And his answer to me, Jesse, was know someone with a lot of money that was it <laughs> and, and i don't know what a kid is supposed to do with that so flash forward all of those years you have lived that journey in a bunch of ways I, you know you and i have known each other for a, a number of years and you've always taken and been so resourceful whether it's the social media side but always with that positivity side so talk a little bit about you know your journey from getting out of the the naval academy to now here you are it's nascar yeah, yeah, no, it's been a it's been a pretty exciting journey. Obviously, uh, not an easy one at all. And yeah, <laughs> it is. Uh, people always talk about you know when it comes to motorsports and racing, right? It, it's a kind of this pay to play type uh, sport because it's a lot different than football and basketball. When you look at you know football, basketball, you know typically you go through the route of playing in middle school, high school, uh, college, and then all of a sudden you know getting recruited from there, getting drafted, and then you know going off to the pros, and then these multi billionaires and trillionaires who own these teams. Um, you know, they're making money off the stadiums and other stuff, and that's how they pay their players. In motorsports, these teams, you, you know, the only assets we own are uh, cars and, and you, know, you know, we have our shops and other equipment and stuff like that, but we don't really have these revenue-generating systems like uh, like these big NFL and, you know, and, and basketball teams, you name it. So, you know, for us, yeah, yeah, everything is kind of driven off the sponsorship. So that's why these brands come into the sport that has a lot of eyeballs on it, like NASCAR. And they support these teams because they get really great advertising and marketing and they support the drivers. You know, for this weekend coming up, we have this amazing driver coming in, Andre Castro. Um, he fits, he fits our mission. It fits our purpose so well with him being this Colombian, uh, driver. It kind of helps out with this diversity side we're going with because even with what you mentioned, you know, like let's dive back even deeper. Like there's a lot of folks out there, you know, kids from inner city Chicago, kids from inner city. Uh, New York, Dallas, wherever around the world, they don't have the type of funding that's necessary to get into motorsports. Um, Andre was able to grind and figure things out and continue to um, work his way through the ranks of uh, you know, open wheel racing and racing in Europe. And then he was able to link up with the University of Chicago. And, uh, you know, he went to school there and uh, they were able to support him for this race. So it's great seeing these educational institutions now coming into as well, supporting the kids that have gone to their school, spent a lot of money and time oh my <laughs> at their schools. And now they're giving back to someone who's going after this dream trying to get into that well you know so jesse i mean you mentioned it and, and the school that you went to is one of those sort of aspirational elite institutions of higher learning right the naval academy and university of chicago a little point of pride here you know it's one of the top 
schools in the country academically it is it is a really great thing and that's one of the things that as you know i've always covered motorsports here based here but all around the country uh, you know that chicago doesn't have maybe some current day present day a lot of ties in or fits in with racing specifically with nascar it's been sort of this educational process to go ahead and tie it in there's a lot of race fans here but we just haven't had that racing presence here so for you to be able to bring in not only the diversity side which is such a big part of it because we have just a huge vibrant hispanic community here and then the school side of it right with university of chicago one of those great and iconic institutions that's located here but also too it's you know this is higher learning this is everything one of the things that i thought was really cool in my conversations about Andre is that on the simulator side, and this is where you have been able to bridge that gap in a bunch of ways over the years. And it is really, I would see it as the future. You know, when you're trying to identify new talent, whether it's, you know, in markets where you don't have that established racing infrastructure, or maybe it's inner city where it's a sort of a foreign sport to a lot of the kids Mm -hmm. to find that next great generation of, of drivers and personalities is not easy. And e-racing is the way. Yeah, yeah, most definitely, yeah. So, you know, with, with uh, you know, it, it's funny because many, many years ago, you know, parents would always tell their kids, hey, get off those video games. You're wasting your time. It's never going <laughs> to do anything good for you. You know, go grab your books, go study, which obviously, you know, education is huge, right? You know, all kids should study, stay in school, right? Stay in yeah. school, it's cool. <laughs> but, you know, nowadays we're starting to see this flip where esports is starting to be recognized a lot more. People are starting to respect it more. Eyeballs are going there. There's a lot of attention there. And now, you know, there's a lot of companies putting um, a lot of funding into it, right? So, um, you know, for, for kids growing up who are looking to get into motorsports, you know, obviously getting into a go-kart or getting into a Legends car or a late model or some type of sports car or whatever, um, you know, all that stuff costs a lot of money. But a simpler way of doing it, which is, you know, technology has advanced a lot, you know, since, you know, you know playing, on, uh, playing on those 8-bit eight, eight systems back in the day, Super Nintendo, this and that, you know, technology has advanced a lot more is jumping into sim racing. And sim racing basically is simulating racing, you know, on your PC or if you have a console. And uh, it, it's so good nowadays. It, it simulates real life. The, the cars, the feel, the dynamics, the setups, everything feels as close to real life as possible. So you can basically buy this simulator rig, put it in your house. And yeah, it costs a little bit of money, but it's a one-time spend. You're not spending it every single weekend. And you go spend a couple bucks on that. You get a steering wheel, the uh, pedals, the shifter. You have a screen in front of you, a good computer, or use a console like Xbox or PlayStation, whichever you know, whatever platform you're looking to jump on. And then you can train on there every single day. Whether you want to train for 12 hours, you want to train for one hour a day. It doesn't cost you tires. It doesn't cost you fuel. You can make mistakes and hit the reset button. And now kids are jumping into this simulator racing space. And now for teams like us, we can look at kids who are in that space and see, okay, they have potential, they have talent. Let's see how that translates to real life. And in sim racing, it's one of the only esports out there that you can truly go from virtual to reality. If I'm playing on, you know, one of the basketball video games or, or football video games, you can't translate. That doesn't make me Tom Brady. I'm not sure if you're Tom Brady. But in sim racing, if I get really good at sim racing, you know, at home, you can actually translate those skills over to uh, real-life racing. And then also, too, with all the setups on there and how the cars are, the dynamics, and how you can adjust um, all the settings on the cars. I mean, it's all real-life information in there. So now there's a STEM aspect with that, too, as well, where you're, in a way, kind of looking at science, engineering, and math because you're trying to make the car faster on there, but you can translate the same exact 
bit of knowledge to the real life car and actually make your car faster too as well. So I know there's, there's, there's I know there's a lot of parents that are saying, "Come on, really?" And we all get it, right? If you get the the latest NBA game, it's not going to make you six ten, right? And you can learn all that stuff mm-hmm. as as real as it looks. But racing and Jesse, you spoke to it like it is as one to one, it is as practical and and usable experience as as it gets, right? And you mentioned you know parents may be skeptical. I'm sure you know William Byron's mom was probably skeptical, and now look at right, he's at the top of the Cup Series and one of those great drivers, and and he is one of those case in points, right? Because his background was mostly sim. Yeah, and it's mostly sim, and and now you know we're we're finding these kids who are out there running, and we're putting on tournaments. So you know we have this thing called the E Racing Association, and with the E Racing Association, our whole goal is to basically put on these tournaments you know every every other month every quarter we're putting on tournaments on multiple different platforms from mario kart all the way up to i racing where the serious serious sim racers are and obviously mario kart isn't really sim racing but it's something for kids to get into you know early and then from there they can graduate up to like an i racing or a forza or something like that but um, we're putting on these tournaments and people can jump in whether you're you know 10 years old or you're 65 years old anybody can jump in and, and they're, they're, they're competing in these tournaments. Not only are they competing for fun, but there is prize money. So yeah. you can actually jump in there and win thousands and thousands of dollars. You can train yourself, train yourself, train yourself, compete against the best in the world, go out there, potentially win 4000 every single time you go out and, and compete in our bigger events. And then all of a sudden, these folks are making a little bit of a living. They can actually use that money to translate over to jumping into real-life motorsports and also, too, they're getting a lot of views by, you know, being seen during our streams because we've, you know, been able to stream with different platforms. You know, we've had um, some, some great assistance by NASCAR helping us stream on their platform. iRacing helps us stream on their platform. You name it. I mean, it's been really, really good. But this has been growing, and the eRacing Association will continue to put on events, and they actually will have a great oh. presence at this upcoming Chicago race, which is awesome with the e-racing uh, uh, turn seven sky deck at venue. Well, we're going right to talk about Michigan. we're going to talk about all that when, when we come back. You talk about jumping in on things, and we'll talk a tiny bit about when we come back. Emmett Smith, right? The all time you know rushing leader for the NFL, and uh, he is your partner in a lot of this. So bringing a lot of attention, you've obviously inspired him in a bunch of ways. And then if you can see it, you can be it. And people, there are going to be so many people that are going to experience racing for the first time, seeing it on the streets of Chicago, and say, "I want to do." that how can i do that and you have some pathways not only to see it but also to be able to be it through the e-racing so jesse would you hold on when we come back we're going to continue that conversation plus an amazing opportunity to go ahead and experience this uh this weekend's events and be able to see it in one of the best vantage points possible so keep it here it's dane on 720 wgn and as the entire city is gearing up for street race weekend, we are excited to have on the line. We've got, he's a naval officer, NASCAR driver, team owner, e-racing co-founder, the one and only Jesse Iwuji. Welcome back. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, thank you for having me on the show. So as a football guy, and of course, we're, you know, this is a big football town too. You know, obviously a great sports town. It may not have as, as deep a racing roots on the surface on a daily basis. When it comes to football though, you know, Chicago gets it right. And so Emmett Smith is a guy who translates all of that stuff. You have to appreciate what he did in the career part of those great Cowboys teams. And whether you loved him or whether you hate the fact that he beated you, yeah, or be, <laughs> you have to appreciate Emmett Smith and a, and a force of positivity as well. My wife was saying when I mentioned, Hey, we were going to be doing some stuff. 
with you and Emmett. She's like, you're the Dancing with the Stars guy? And <laughs> I'm like, yeah. So he's a great dancer as well. Got to recognize that. So, Jesse, how did you guys hook up and how did you get him hooked on racing? Yeah, no, Emmett, Emmett's an awesome guy. And, you know, we, we got linked up a few years ago when uh, one of the companies that he owns or cones, um, he, uh, he had as a sponsor on, on one of my first few NASCAR Xfinity Series starts. And um, that's what, that was kind of our initial meeting. And then, you know, my agent, uh, Matt Casco, he, uh, you know, had a great relationship with, with Emmett, had been around Emmett for 20-plus years. And, you know, when we were thinking about getting this team going and starting our own team at Jesse Woody Motorsports, um, we wanted to bring in a big name, somebody, somebody who was recognizable not in the racing world, but recognizable in other sports world because we wanted to, you know, merge different worlds together and, um, you know, see how that was going to go. So uh, we reached out to Emmett, and Emmett was on board pretty quick. I mean, he believed in the mission and what we were doing with the team. Uh, he believed that, you know, uh, uh, motorsports needed to continue to diversify and grow. He believed in all the STEM initiatives that we were about. Um, he believed in just everything we wanted to do with this team to create an opportunity-generating system. And uh, once we brought him on board, it's been great. Uh, you know, we talked with Emmett almost pretty much every week. He's a very busy guy. I don't think I've ever had a meeting with him where he was actually sitting at home. Usually he's in an airport about to board a plane or wow. he's getting off the plane or he's about to go on stage and speak in front of a crowd of 10,000 people. So wow. <laughs> it's been great. He's, he's yeah, he's, <clears throat> he's a great guy to have involved. Obviously, you know, a, a positive guy doing so many things. And I, and you know, he is bringing more attention to, to what it is that you're doing. And he is going to be in Chicago with you at that venue 610. And I got to say for the people, so this has never happened before. We don't have a traditional racetrack or stadium or stands or anything right so it's hard for people to know exactly what to want or where to be but i've got to say this venue that you guys have talk a little bit about it jesse this is an amazing space yeah so venue 610 um the e-racing association um has has the whole building secured so um it's pretty much the best view in town when it comes uh, comes to the race um yes there's a lot of ground level stuff that people can go to stands and everything um you know out in the heat out in the elements but um, at Venue 610, you're indoors. It's a full glass space on the side, so you can see everywhere on the track. I mean, you can see Turn 7. You can see uh, Turn 6. Uh, you can see almost all the corners in the track from the building, especially the higher you go on it. And um, it's an opportunity for uh, people to go there. Um, there's going to be a lot of different executives there from different companies um, who will be in the building. Um, so it'll be a great networking opportunity for professionals out there who want to go to the race, but also utilize it as an opportunity to network with some great execs. Um, you know, there's tickets for the building to go in. And, uh, you know, those tickets range from anywhere from 500 to $1,500. Um, even at uh, 1 p.m. Um, there, I, th- I believe on uh Saturday, um, there's going to be an open house where um, different CEOs, CMOs, brand managers, all those types of decision makers can come in, meet, um, meet, greet, and network, uh, and see if you know maybe it's an opportunity for their brand, their company, to start entering the NASCAR space and working with our team and seeing what we have going on and seeing where we can build from there. But there's a lot of great opportunities there. Uh, venue 610, it's right there on Michigan Avenue, and it's uh, it's the best <laughs> the best view in the house because of how tall the building is, and it's a class space and uh, just a beautiful place. I, it's awesome that E-Racing Association has secured it, and anybody who wants to uh, reach out about it, just, you know, reach out to Kevin Johnson at uh, kevin at eragaming.gg. 
Kevin at G, uh, ERA Gaming dot GG. We'll have links up at WGNRadio.com for that. And here's the thing. So people are, are hearing this, and, but a lot of the, the tickets that are available for this are super expensive. What you have to understand, though, too, is that this also includes hospitality, right? So this isn't just, hey, a seat somewhere. It's a controlled environment. Indoors. But, yeah, talk about the, uh, the extra amenities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's going to be a lot of great hospitality there with food, drinks, everything you can want. And the biggest thing is, you know, it's it's Chicago in the middle of summer, so it can be pretty warm. And, um, you know, some, some people don't want to be outside in the elements. So it's a great opportunity to be somewhere inside, be able to still view the race, but also networking with some great people. We have food, drinks, everything you can want, a lot of great people there, and just a, re- a great opportunity to have a good time. Um, and, and a great experience at this first ever street race that's happening in Chicago. To be able to get some of the tickets online, I know you got with Tailgater, you've got, and you could just probably Google Chicago Street Race on that Tailgater site, and there's a way to get some tickets online as well. But there also is an, an opportunity for, because part of this is to help educate, you know, it, racing is a, isn't just the drivers on the tracks, it's the business community, and you've seen some of the great companies get in on this, some of our iconic brands, but there's a lot of companies that don't have that history or familiarity with racing and don't maybe know where to start right so you have an opportunity for people that are if you're at that sort of c level right with a company that may want to get involved or at least learn more right there's an opportunity for them to come in and sort of be your guest right yeah they can come in be your guest and you check it out and just kind of just go play their way in you know see what it's about you know i always tell people um, who maybe don't have any kind of familiarity with with racing just come to an event. I've never had anyone who's come to an event and never been like, you know what, hey, that's not for me. Like, yeah, that will never happen. I've seen people do that for other events, but for racing, it, you come and you experience it that close, up and personal, seeing these cars running by, you know, hearing the sounds, smelling the burning rubber, like everything. I mean, it's just an incredible experience that no one ever forgets, and people always want to come back afterwards. It, it's just an amazing experience. But to not only do that, but also be able to, uh, connect your professional life to it as well. Connect your business contacts, your company, whatever it is. And there's ways to bring that into the sport, bring it into with our team. Um, also into even the e-racing association. Let's say your your company looks to support more of the uh, e-sports side of things. You know, you're yeah. looking to do more of the virtual things in real life. There's all these different ways to tie it in, and we're able to do that. And by having this building secured, venue six ten with the uh, e-racing association and Skydeck. Um, turn seven sky deck. I mean, it's a great opportunity to come there and meet some folks and see where you can be. Here's the other side. So obviously great vantage points, some of the best to be able to watch the action. It's a road race, right? So you're never going to be able to see the whole thing as if it was an oval in front of you. So you're going to have to try to pick your spots. And this is a great one. You got the hospitality, the food and drinks, but also we've talked a lot about simulators. They'll be there too. Yep. 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 So simulator too. So, you know, there's a lot of folks who are like, man, this looks really, really cool. And I wish I could jump into a real race car, but obviously I can't, but man, how can I figure out a way to just kind of feel what the drivers feel? And that will, one thing that we're going to have at venue 610 with the e-racing association turn seven sky deck is there's going to be a bunch of racing simulators there with the actual track loaded up into the simulator. So if anybody wants to test this field, any, anybody out there who's like, hey, on the highway, I'm, I feel like I'm a race car driver. Well, yep. put your skills to test on the simulator there at the event. We'll have multiple of them there so people can jump in, test out their skills, have fun, 
If they don't get, do good, it's okay. It's not a tryout for the real thing. But, hey, if we find some people who do really good, we might be talking to them yeah. a little bit more after you, this. <laughs> you're doing it, right? You're planting the seed saying it's all possible. You may just have some fire suits ready for them. Just like, here, put this on. What are you doing tomorrow? That's what you're going to say. All right, Jesse, as we let you go, and, of course, we'll have links up at WGNRadio.com. Give people in the next, like, 30 seconds or so information how they can either get more information on everything available and some of the opportunities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of the ways, especially with the um, E-Racing Association, Turn 7 Skydeck, um, just head to eragaming.gg backslash Chicago backslash. Just type that in um, and head to the E-Racing Association website there, and you'll be able to see some more stuff on Chicago and Benny 610. Um, also, once again, if you want to just reach out directly to Kevin Johnson, um, who's heading up the whole thing, um, you can email him at kevin at eragaming.gg. Um, you can reach out to them, and if you're looking to get some tickets or bring some business uh, associates there, your company, you name it, if you want to host some guests, um, reach out to him, and he can get you all set up. Once again, we got tickets and sell, for sale for, for the building, so yep. uh, folks can come and enjoy their time there. we got food, drinks, a lot of business uh, uh, folks there that you can connect with. It's going to be an amazing time. And then also, yep. too, for our racing team, if you want to learn more about our racing team, you know, just head to www.jesseiwujimotorsports.com. That's J-E-S-S-E-I-W-U-J-I Motorsports. All right, Jesse. We're gonna, I know we're going to talk to you a couple more times throughout the course of the week and look, uh, look forward, super excited as everybody is to see you, Emmett, and everybody in town for the street race weekend. So, Jesse, we'll let you get back to it. Thanks so much for jumping on the show today. Thank you for having me. All right. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, a lot of cars are going to be on the track this upcoming weekend. Of course, they're on the track uh, one day a week in uh, in Westmont for the big cruise night. We'll talk to, to Larry and his team coming up. So keep it here, Dane, on 720 WGN. On the line with us, you think about cars, all those cars that are going to be here for the Chicago street race and some of the best cars in what I would say is the best cruise night. And Chicago has a love affair with the automobile. There are these events happening all over the place. The best ones happen out in Westmont. We've got Larry and Christina on. Guys, welcome to WGN. Hello. Hey, Dean. Good to hear from you again. Well, it's good to ha- it's good to have you guys on. We are post-pandemic, and uh, I know there were some times there where you you kind of couldn't do the thing that everyone knew and loved, and everybody's fully back for a good period of time, maybe the last year and a half or so now. And so talk a little bit about it. It seems like the crowds are back. Yes, they they're, they're are. They're definitely so- back. I'll let Christina go first. <laughs> okay, so um, so Westland Cruising Nights is actually every Thursday, June, July, and August. Our event hours is from 5 to 9. And while we have different themes every week, we invite all cars in, you know, every week. Um, so we include actually art shows in that, uh, live music. Uh, we have uh, actually this year six car uh, clubs featuring at the event. Wow. And, um it's it's fun. One of the things I love about what you guys do, and, and Larry, you can speak to this too, is the um, is the community is is on board with it. So this isn't just off in a parking lot somewhere. This is like a full three sixty thing. Christina, you mentioned the music. You know, got the food and the restaurants involved. It's really a great night out for families. So even if you don't have a car, it's a great time. Yes, absolutely. We have um, three full blocks of our downtown are blocked off, and we have a great working relationship with the village of Westmont. 
and uh, we seek that permission every year, and they, they allow it to happen. But it, it ends up um, we'll have hundreds of cars, and last year was our best year ever. We had four hundred, an average of 400 cars every week and over 3,000 people every week. It was the first year that we did not have a single rain out. So uh, knock on wood, hopefully that uh, success continues. And then talk a little bit about some of the things that people experience. So, and for the listeners, they mentioned different categories of cars, and certainly you'll do manufacturers, but sometimes it's even fun categories, like whether it's like police cars or emergency vehicles or, or really old, maybe the time periods, or like the retro stuff. What are the categories? Yeah, so one of the, um, I think one of the popular ones are the squad car night and the fire truck night, which is um, uh, fire truck night is August 3rd this year. Um, another fun theme, I would say, July uh, Truck Night, which we uh, work with the Public Works, and they bring really fun vehicles, as well as uh, imports and movie car night. So um, all that, it's amazing. And then, Larry, on the restaurant side, like, are there places, of course, you want everybody to try everything, but are there some of the places there in Westmont that have really sort of stepped it up and said, we want to do something special? Absolutely. One of our biggest sponsors is Neat Kitchen uh, Restaurant, and they're located on the north side of our layout at 246 North Cass, and they're one of our big sponsors. They have uh, their own band every week, and then they always have specials out there with uh, food and beverage, but all all of the downtown restaurants, and that's something worth mentioning. The uh, Westmont has over 100 uh, restaurants. It's a relatively medium-sized community in DuPage County, but there's over 100 restaurants, and all the downtown restaurants get involved. So as people walk up and down Cass Avenue, uh, everybody's participating can walk in, and uh, they all have specials, and we highly encourage people to, to shop Westmont when they're at the event. Some of the cool things that people see on the car side, certainly there's cars that are that are retro or rare models or super exclusive things like, you know, a lot of the, the team photo of things that people are nor- normally gravitating towards, like, you know, your Corvettes and your muscle cars and things like that. I remember a few years ago you had the uh, the car from Back to the Future, right? You had the DeLorean. What are some of the cars that even you guys, as people in the middle of this, you see this all the time, and you're like, wow. Well, it, you know, it, because of the DeLorean guy, who's now a friend, and he comes almost every week with the Back to the Future car, uh, we basically created a movie car night, and I'm not sure what date that is this year, but um, over the years, we've had a Chitty Chitty Bang Bang car. Uh, <laughs> last week, we had um, Kit uh, from Knight Rider. Wow. And then there's several Smokey and the Bandit cars. There's oh, smoke, uh, Starsky and Hutch cars, and then Furby uh, the Love Bug. So it's kind of exciting. It's interactive, too. I know when the, the police officers are there, you know, you get a chance to get like a sticker or a badge or something. like. For the Starsky and Hutch car, I would hope that that owner is allowing fans or people there to be able to roll across the hood. You know, that whole like they pull up to a stop, then they <laughs> roll across the hood, guns drawn. You're able to do a real Starsky and Hutch move. Uh, that would be nice, but I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so the uh, all right. Well, that sounds great. So, what you know, give some information for people to get uh, maybe pick out their time. I know a lot of people probably show up like the Delorean. I show up every week. I'm sure people from the local area do, but I'm sure you get people from all over the place. Like, where are some of the farthest places that people have come to spend that night with you? And then, of course, give the information for people to go ahead and uh, make plans to see you. So um, you can find our full schedule on westmanevents.com and Larry. Larry, you got something else? 
Um, yeah, I was just going to say that, you know, one of the things about Westmont that's really unique, Muddy Waters uh, lived in Westmont from 73 to 83. He's a blues legend. And uh, because of that, we have a lot of awesome music, and we have Taste of Westmont coming up July 13 through 16, but we also have these blues bands that play at the cruising nights every week. So, like, next week we have Vino Loudon, who was the lead guitar player for the Coco Taylor Band. Wow. And the following week we have Tiffany Renee. And so we have just amazing musical artist throughout the summer and we encourage everybody to come to Westmont. Ah, uh, well we support you and uh, and we know it's a great opportunity to encourage people to go ahead and get out to Westmont out there. Get out all the time, right? It's a great city, it's a great suburb. You guys are always doing some super fun events to kind of keep people linked and engaged, right? And uh, and for new people in the community to aspire to come and live in Westmont. So congratulations on all that success on the on the best year ever last year. I know you guys are going to follow it up with a bigger one this year. One more time with the website for more information. It's WestmontEvents.com. Wow, you almost did it in tandem. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Larry, Christina, thanks so much for everything you're doing. Westmont is uh, is lucky to have you. Thanks for jumping on the show today. Thank you for having us. All right. We are going to take a break. And when we come back, so the AEW, professional wrestling, it is it is one of the hottest things out there. And, and the premier organization doing that right now is the All Elite Wrestling, the AEW. They are traveling across the country, spent a good amount of time here in Chicago. They've got pay-per-view events. They'll be back a little bit later on. They've got a new video game coming up. Lots of ways to get in on things. And, of course, watch it on, I think, TNT and TBS. So a lot of cool programming with all those big stars, one of the biggest. Athena is going to be joining us when we come back from this break. So keep it here. It's Dane on 720 WGN. Dane here with you until 1 p.m. And uh, we're talking about all the excitement happening in Chicago. And uh, and a lot of it has to do with um, the professional wrestling side. And it is a big business and it is happening all of the place. I know we had a couple events happening here in the Chicago area. And I know that we've got some things that are happening on TNT and TBS and uh, so there are some cool things happening with that. So we're going to talk with Athena in just a minute when she calls in from the AEW. She is getting ready for her match. I think there's a big pay-per-view thing happening tonight. And in the meantime, we definitely can plug. Oh, I guess I guess we've, we've got it right here. So this is it. So one of the uh, one of the great wrestling uh, personalities for the All Elite Racing, which is the the premier wrestling organization that is happening here. Not only are they on television all the time, they're in your hometown, they're in our hometown, they're in Canada, and they're going to be soon to be on your gaming system as well with the new game. We've got Athena on the line. Athena, welcome to WGN. Hello, how are you guys? I'm okay. I'm okay. How are you? First off, thanks. I know that there is a big match coming up tonight for you to take i i don't know a lot of athletes you know they sort of have sort of a a predetermined thing that they do to try to keep it regular you know you don't want to like step so far outside of what it is before a big match but i appreciate you including us in your in your day oh no it's easy and as far as a big match billy starts might have a lot of hype behind her but you know i am the fallen goddess i'm your forever ring of honor champion i'm not too worried so of course i'm going to make this time for you guys yeah so think about this as you get to travel of course people see you all over the country you know on tnt and tbs and all the great shows that are happening that lineup is expanding on a regular basis but when you get to go to cities physically and obviously fans come out see you they share their support their love for what it is that you do but you get to kind of spend time in those cities you're recently here in chicago talk about your visit here 
Yeah, like Chicago is like one of those very special places for me because when I first started wrestling on the independent scene, I was actually built from Chicago, um, which is crazy because I never really got to explore too much there. Um, but like every time on the Indies, I go to Berwyn, uh, Eagle Club down the street, wrestle for Shimmer. I wrestled there for. Um, I think like seven, eight years, but like the Chicago crowd is just so electric and you just want to give them all of your soul, your heart, your energy, everything. Uh, so Chicago definitely has a very, very special place in my heart. You talk about electric crowds. You guys are experiencing it over the course of time and you've been in on the wrestling side professionally for, for many years, but part of AEW and it's become a phenomenon. Talk a little bit about that, like being with this group where you're not only a star in it, not only one of the featured attractions, featured wrestlers, but you're really building something big, right? That's making history. Yeah, I think that's just everyone in AEW right now and Ring of Honor. You know, we just want to be good and we want to express our art the way we like to, which is different from what I think a lot of people see on TV uh, or what they're used to in the past of TV wrestling. But, like, we're building something special because this is our heart, this is our soul, this is our passion, blood, sweat, tears, all that jazz. This is the epitome of what pure pro wrestling and pure entertainment is, and we are just so excited every time we go to an arena every time we go to all these different states uh, different countries for that fact and we're just continuing to grow and i think the reason why people love AEW, they love ring of honor is because they see our passion they see everything that we put out there and it's all for them yeah, I think about that. You mentioned that in that relationship with the fans. That's really what it's all about. People get behind support, follow and appreciate people that they like. And when they get an opportunity to meet you, talk a little bit about that, that whole sort of interaction. It's one thing to be a TV star, right, or be there winning matches in the ring, but to interact with the fans, it's special. Yeah, like I, I feel like I'm like at a weird point with that because I'm a bad guy now. <laughs> so like, so like it's really weird. Um, like people love to hate me, but then they also love to take photos. Uh, but my, I think my favorite thing now is like, why do you have to hurt my favorite? And then I'm like, I don't care about them. Do you want this picture or not? But like any type of interaction, you just try to make it memorable, right? We all, most of us grew up loving pro wrestling from when we were kids, enjoying it, and like the one cool thing that. I got to do is meet some of my heroes you know I got to meet Mickey James I got to meet Booker T and all these people and they were so kind and so giving with their time that it made me want to pay that forward when I got older you know now now I'm in the same position that these legends are in and I just want to pay that forward I want people to have positive interactions because you hear so many times that you know, oh, blah, blah, blah was mean to me. And I never want that for people. I want to light up their day. I'll be snarky and sassy right. about it. But, like, at the same time, it's like, man, if you're taking the time to come over, taking the time to come to an event, come to come stand outside the arena at 6 a.m. when we got to be there, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take two seconds out of my day as long as I'm not angry at the world. Uh, and just come and say hello. Thank you for your love. Thank you for the support. Thank you for being here. You know, and that means the world to me, too, because that means we're doing something right. Yeah, you need you need bad guys, right? And bad guys can be good, and you got to love bad guys because good bad guys are the best, right? What would Luke Skywalker be without Darth Vader, right? You would, what kind of show would that be? That wouldn't be, that wouldn't be anything. Probably, probably not born. Uh, <laughs> oh, I didn't, oh. not in existence at all. So. I, I wasn't really <laughs> going there, but all oh, right, yeah, we did the twenty three and me on Luke Skywalker. I get it, Athena. Nice job, very well played. <laughs> oh, I'm a nerd. <laughs> so for the. Per- 
Forbidden Door match. Talk a little bit about that pay-per-view tonight. It's one thing to see it in person. That's awesome. The best case scenario to see it on TV. The pay-per-view events, you guys go all out. Yeah, like that's just what we do. You know, Forbidden Door is one of our biggest pay-per-views of the year, and I'm fortunate enough to be able to have a match this year against Billy Starks. But, like, we have so many amazing stars. We have Brian Danielson. Uh, we have, like, oh, my gosh, I, I feel like I just, like, got flat. Uh-oh. I think we lost her. Hopefully she'll give a call back. Patrick Hennessy, are you, have you ever followed wrestling before? Are you, you know, like as far as professional wrestling, did you have like a, like a Hulk Hogan or a Randy Macho Man Savage doll in your room? Like a lot of us did. Oh no, you got to have your mic on. That's all right. I think she's calling in, so you can answer that. We'll get her on for another minute or two, and she'll talk about your... Uh, so that's one of the things, as you look at this, and just the way that the that Ring of Honor and, and AEW has kind of swept the uh, the situation here and is increasing the programming with the live TV and all of that stuff, I think it's been... It's been pretty great. So, Patrick, go ahead and patch her back in, and then we'll, we've will we got a couple minutes here. We want to definitely get into uh, sort of the, the video game and some of the other things. Appreciate you having it back, Athena. Thanks for uh, for getting back on. So, as we were talking about it, I think as a kid, you know, other than maybe having your own line of shoes, to have your own video game is is like is it right you know you've you've fully made it if there's a video game with you in it and kids can play as you talk a little bit about that the new game that's coming out i think it's launching on the 29th that's as huge as it gets yeah like i'm actually extremely pumped to have an alternative to be honest with you like and i don't know for sure if i'm in the game i might be dlc down the road but for sure i'm gonna be gaming i'm a massive gamer like anyone that follows my twitch channel or just follows my social media knows i'm the all-around nerd but like just having an alternative having something that's so cool so different based off of one of the best wrestling games as far as mechanics go like in Fight Forever has gotten so much buzz, so many from Gamescom, from every every like gaming convention that we've actually debuted this game at. It's gotten so much positive buzz that I'm really excited to just have. Like honestly, I'm so excited to play the mini game. I, I will say that first and foremost. Like I'm like I'm not great at pro wrestling games because I just go grab weapons and hit people with it, which is fine. <laughs> That's bad you know, guy. One on one. They have like. <laughs> Exactly, but they have like TNT. You can do the exploding barbed wire match. There's mini games with the Casino Royale stuff. It's going to be phenomenal, and I cannot wait. Like, I've actually played it a little bit backstage. We have a little setup back here. Um, so, like, I'm, I'm just, it's going to be phenomenal, and I think everyone's going to, like, be shocked at how much love and attention went into this game. And I think it's a game built for, like, hardcore pro wrestling gamers that have started on the 64 and have worked their way up and i think you're going to find a lot of love that comes for it it's it's so exciting it is such an exciting time to be in your sport and to be exactly where you are i mean this is just you couldn't have drawn it out any better it's really cool you talk about all the 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 success the tv shows the events and stuff happening in the country you're in canada right now and you're going to be doing that pay-per-view match tonight and so that's exciting we're going to have links up at wgnradio.com for that but talk about this so I've heard, so Wembley, right? One of the most iconic venues for any sport in the world. And you guys sold that out. That's incredible. Yeah, like, it's phenomenal. I think that we had a lot of doubters and, like, just, you got to give props to Tony Khan, his team, everyone that has made this possible because, like, when it we first announced Wembley, there was a lot of like people like, no, there's no way. And like, as soon as the pre-sale went up, like the first day, what was it? Like 45,000, 60,000 tickets within 48 hours. That's, that's amazing. And 
this is for AEW, a company that has never gone overseas. And, like, this is phenomenal. One, I love the UK fans because they find every song to sing, and everyone knows the song for the chant. It's very weird, but very cool, and I love it. But, like, man, it's so exciting, like, just seeing the growth that AEW has had over the past five years. Like, look at that. We started at the bottom, and now we're going, and we sold out Wembley, you know? And I'm, I'm hoping that I'm fortunate enough to be able to go because I love my UK fans that I haven't been able to wrestle there uh, in years. So it, it just it's, shows it's just a really exciting time. It, you know it, right? It just shows the excitement that you guys are generating. It shows the impact that you guys are having. Sometimes in a sport, right? You just have your head down. You're going day to day. Your schedules are busy. You don't necessarily know how the wider world is receiving it. But that is that is a message. That is a that is a wake up call that says like, hello. I think the world is We're listening. Here. So it is exciting. We're gonna have links up at wgnradio.com for all of that. Good luck in the match tonight. And before we let you go, give out your social media so people can get involved and follow you. And of course, we're not going to let you go, right? Because if you've been billed us from Chicago, you're Chicago's very own. So where can people catch up with Athena? I mean, you can always see me on Ring of Honor TV, Honor Club, watch ROH.com. Go sign up for it now. You can see me tonight on Forbidden Door on the pre-show, which, you know, I'm going to give you guys the luxury and say everyone can watch that match tonight. Um, but my social media, you can find me at Athena Palmer underscore FG on all social media. You can find me on Twitch at Half Dragon AP. But most of all, you can see me kicking people in the face as your forever <laughs> Ring of Honor champion. <laughs> Athena, great wrestler bad guy and uh, a bad person right we'll have links up Athena thanks so much good luck tonight and thanks for jumping on the show today awesome thank you guys hope to see y'all soon alright we're going to take a break when we come back the other big sport happening tonight NASCAR in Nashville we'll have Tim Grichy on he will be talking with us about that big event so keep it here Dane on 720 WGN